Welcome, everybody. Russell Geddon podcast. As you can tell, Garrett was the loser of the Russell Geddon vote for the Russell Geddon Wrestling Federation. Um, didn't lose by much. Uh, it was only, what, like one vote for me behind me and two votes behind Carl. So it was literally five, four, three. <laughs> oh. That's all right. I know what it really is. You guys don't vote for me because you want me to sing, and it's okay. I know it. Sexy yeah. voice like mine can only be heard by 10 people. Some have called you the songbird of this generation. <laughs> and if you're if you're wondering, Garrett will be performing this year at the Catalina Wine Mixer. He's like a, a white disentangling. <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. So what's going on, fellas, besides Garrett's uh, song stylings of wrestling with girls tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot, man. Not a whole lot. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. All right. So let's get into it here. Social media, follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D, uh, Instagram, WrestleGettingPod with two Ds, and follow our sister Instagram at for the underscore collection. And you can also check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod and subscribe to our YouTube at YouTube.com slash for the collection. Uh, we've been rolling pretty steady on the 30 worst of WrestleMania. We are down to number nine, which got posted today. How dare uh, which you was think? Fourth- How dare you think AJ Lee in any match is bad? I'm wrong with you. It's not AJ Lee that was bad in that match. I it was know, everybody else. 
<laughs> when you have contenders well, like well, that's the thing. Eva Marie. That's, that's the thing. When you have someone who's far beyond <laughs> the pinnacle of everyone else that's in the industry, and you have no one to face against her, I wonder why. But the, but I will say though this, like I put in here, um, AJ Lee, you know, retained in that match. And that led us to um, AJ versus Page the following night on Raw. Right. So, so we did get at least something good out of that matchup. But uh, yeah, it's we're getting there. We got eight more to go. Um, the previous one, number nine, was the WrestleMania 31 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which uh, should have been won by Sandow, but instead, you know, they gave Big Show the win because he's never won a battle royal in his entire career. Yep. Yep. Oh. Oh, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, Bad Bunny and the Miz was gonna end up after it's all said and done. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd probably rank that. I'd. I'd have to see though. <laughs> I mean, at least he's kind of like you can tell. Bad Bunny's kind of taking this a little seriously, like as a fan, right? Though compared to the likes of like Floyd Mayweather and some of the other people that have done the done those guest spots, right? But that uh that right hook he nailed on a uh, Miz Monday night was pretty solid. So, oh yeah, I don't know if that that actually connected or not. I know, uh, Tommy Tommy Paradise on the uh, running podcast was saying he had to watch it a few times, uh, just just to see like if it actually connected or how close it was. But you from that camera angle, you cannot tell. So it's either, you know, he really went all in and connected with it or they just had that damn good of a shot that it was it's pretty solid. It's pretty good. Uh speaking of running podcasts, check out our friends of the show. Of course the running podcast. Uh every single week they drop their episodes on Friday. Uh, they talk everything from wrestling to other pop culture stuff to toys, kind of similar to what we do, but a little bit more um, with the the pop culture thing. Um, we try to stick mainly to wrestling, but we do um, venture off on tangents every now and then. But uh, it's a great podcast to listen to, friends of the show. Uh, the Fig Cave with our friend Phil yeah. Gentile. Check him out as well. He's got some pretty good interviews up there. Uh, just dropped a Q&A uh, episode this week, which is pretty fun. Pretty fun listen. And our friend Kenny at the call-up, who is dropping two new interviews next week uh, for WrestleMania week. He's got um, one with uh, Impact star Josh Alexander, and he's got another one with uh, Georgia Smith, the daughter of the British Bulldog. So that's going to be some exciting content right there. Definitely can't miss that. Uh, So we go from that, and let's talk a little bit. WrestleMania giveaway. We got a few entries on this. We can get a little bit more on here. We just added the Legend Series 9 Undertaker to the to the pile of stuff here, um, which already included the Unrivaled Series 3 Orange Cassidy, the $25 Pro Wrestling Tees gift card, the WrestleGeddon beer mug, a guest host spot on the show for a pay-per-view preview or recap, and some more stuff that we'll be adding in the next couple of weeks. And we will announce a winner on our WrestleMania recap show so let's look forward to that that's gonna be fun oh all right so that's uh 
I might add. Uh, I might add some dick pics. You know, does anybody want to add some dick pics? <laughs> Carl's adding dick pics. It's not necessarily <laughs> his dick in the pics. It could just be a guy named Dick. <laughs> it could be some pictures of Dick Cheney. <laughs> dick Cheney, Dick, Grayson, dick, Grayson, dick Grayson, Dick Van Dyke, Van Dyke. <laughs> It might be an old man's dick. Who knows? Do we say Dick Tracy? Dick Grayson? Yeah. <laughs> Dick Grayson. <laughs> Little Dickie. Uh. <laughs> the famous rapper Dickie Smalls. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, pretty much all we've got for some follow-up stuff. Um, you guys got anything to touch on from last week? or? Um, I don't know. I don't have anything to talk about, but there's, uh, I think we kind of talked about last week. Uh, we, we did a little bit. Um, I know it's also not in the news. Um, about the uh, little bit more information on the Selena Vega stuff. I saw that mm. she... Uh, she definitely isn't signed with AEW or anything. From whatever I read, she signed somewhere, and wherever she signed, she can't wrestle for AEW. In her contract, it's part of. I did. It's partially she can't sign with them at all. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, I thought you had subscribed to her OnlyFans. And well, hey, if you want to get that, off but... a little tangent real quick, I heard this today, and I thought that was pretty funny. Y- y'all remember that girl uh, that uh, meet me outside? How about that girl? So apparently, she uh, yeah. when she turned eighteen, she started at OnlyFans, and within five hours had uh, like a million dollars worth of money that was put put into her OnlyFans by people. Oh, good lord! Who who want to see her naked? <laughs> like oh, I never oh, saw That's a thing on bar on barstool about it, and I was dying. I was like, who the? Well, fuck? I mean, like that. Half the shit she was talking about in that Dr. Phil episode, these people are probably like, yo, this chick's a freak. And she was, what, like 14 at the right. time? So, like, they are probably, like, chomping at the bit for her to turn 18 <laughs> to do something like this. Right. <laughs> Bunch of freaking pedos. Number one, number one, I think I, I think she probably lied about she her might age. Too. But, uh... She's probably, like, 30. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but I'm... Maybe it's not, apparently it's somebody. Yeah, it's I guess. Like yep. a million dollars in six six out five six hours. Oof. Oof. Damn, Sunny didn't do that good. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's even with Jim Ross promoting her only fans. <laughs> oh man! Which you know he's one of like the hundred thousand subscribers. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe it's how she got the million Jim Ross's kept uh, subscribing to uh, Catch Me Outside Girl <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh, awesome alright let's uh, let's jump into the news hotline fans I have got a hotline rumor for you the number what's the number let me call the number in the hoaxers hotline you may do so by dialing one 945 <laughs> All right. So the news this week 
as always, is brought to you by Date Nights in a Box. So check out datenightsinabox.critjoy.com for a -a one-of-a-kind curated date night theme sent to your doorstep monthly. So if you're going to be stuck in the house, why not try date nights in a box? You got kids, can't get out the house. When they go to sleep, date nights in a box. So use these guys, date nights in a box, to help you plan a -a one-of-a-kind date night. You can also save some money by using the code BJ's. Yes, that's BJ's as in blowjobs in a box at checkout. So sign up for your subscription today at datenightsinabox.createjoy.com. So you know when you get, I was gonna say well, you know when you get well, bored and you blow up doll and you probably go get BJ's in the box might help you out a little bit, might make things wild again. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say uh, instead of catching me outside, how about catching me in the house? On your face, in the Oh man, that's great. Oh, I love. And that's why we don't have any sponsors. That's why ten people listen to us every week. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> But it is all good. We do this for fun. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I forgot. I didn't plug our pro wrestling tea store. I'll do that at the end. <laughs> I just thought of that. So, All right. So news this week. The biggest thing that came out over the last couple of days. Jericho. Yes. Former AEW world champion Chris Jericho. Currently under contract with AEW is the next guest on Stone Cold Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions, which is going to debut after WrestleMania on Peacock. Oh, okay. So it's like officially going to be on WWE and not um, Austin's. Like yeah, it's going to be on on the Peacock WWE Network. Interesting. So their Peacock was promoting it. WWE was actually promoting it too. That's actually when I saw the tweet was from uh, yeah. WWE. Is Jericho promoting it? And it's not like some old like old footage from No, like, it's they showed like, like, a, uh, a countdown timer. It was like the the 10, 9, like the, the Y2J countdown. And it was mm-hmm. actually current Jericho sitting there at the table having to stare oh, down with Austin. Okay. Interesting. I'm I'm psyched for this. Like I can't wait. Yeah, like it's gonna be pretty awesome. So I mean, if you listen to Jericho's podcast, like he really is pretty transparent about pretty much everything, anyway. But uh, I think yeah. I think this will be good though. The uh, Randy Orton, the Randy Orton uh, uh, podcast, like the Broken Skulls when he said that one, Randy Orton. That was pretty I haven't good. watched that one yet. It's on my list. Came out. Yeah, come on after. Um, was that Fastlane? Uh, yeah. Fastlane? Yeah, Fastlane. Yeah, come on after Fastlane. It was pretty yeah, good. I'm, a, I'm pretty. I wanted to see that because I know he talked quite a bit. Um, I saw a couple of the clips where they're talking about his RKOs. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's pretty interesting to actually hear him give props to like uh, Hurricane for being like the first one to take the RKO and, um, you know, basically telling. He's tell Austin, he's like, yeah, you know, a lot of these ideas, like, 
you know, for the RKO, like, like different ways that I've hit it has been like other people, like in the matches and stuff. So they showed, of course, that, you know, the, the big one with uh, Evan Bourne hitting the, the shooting star press and Orton hitting the RKO as he's coming down. So. You know, I'm sorry. I got to get off tangent again because, you know, uh, I never get off tangent. So we're going to make a make a new episode today. Me going off tangent all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Carl will appreciate this because it's got two of his favorite things in it. Uh, so speaking of Hurricane Helms, uh, I was watching a video and it was like, um, it was like a video of like popular, like it was like beefs between people. And one of the beefs was uh, between uh, Hurricane and Mia Khalifa, which if you don't know was an ex porn star. It was pretty funny. Oh Did yeah, you see I remember that. that. <laughs> I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah. I remember, I remember yeah, that when it like happened. Talking shit because she thought Ronda Rousey's career was gonna go to going to WWE was gonna die because it's fake. And Hurricane Helms like sent out a tweet saying. Well, you know, we put our bodies in danger and are roughed up. I'm, I'm sure you know how that feels, or some shit like that. He <laughs> said something about yeah. body taking a. He said something about body taking a pound in. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, our bodies take a pound in, and so they. I'm sure you know about that. <laughs> I think she actually, I think she did wrestle, but um, I think it was in, it was uh, in a match. It was like a mixed tag match, and I can't remember. It was. I know Julia Ryan was involved in the match. Surprise, surprise. Right. Um, I can't remember who she tagged with. And I can't remember who Julia Ryan tagged with. It might have been Candice LeRae, but I'm not 100% sure on that That's one. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. If there wasn't a big black dick involved, I, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> the, the best one in that was uh, uh, one of the guys from Impractical Jokers apparently had a beef with like Bubba Ray Dudley because they were like out out in the thing and they saw him and he called him like a big fat ass and he like came over there and said what the fuck did you call me I was like oh that's great was that um I think it was Sal yes it was Sal he like there's a there's an episode where um where Sal got um pants in the mall by different people one and one was Tommy Dreamer one was Bubba Ray and uh one was uh Velvet Sky So he, uh, yeah, so the whole story is, is like, he was, like, in a crowd of people, and uh, he saw, like, Bubba Dudley, like, like all the way across, and he called him, like, a fat ass. And, like, Bubba Ray, like, tore a chain off the wall and just, like, started slapping him with his cap. Like, he's you know what Bubba Ray is. Like, I'm sure he's just fucking with him anyway. Yeah. But it was just hilarious. <laughs> I was just cracking up. That's awesome. Okay, tangents All over. Right. We can get back on topic of uh, <laughs> RVD for the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, yep. no, yeah. no impact. Yeah, because he's the, the whole, whole show. The whole fucking, the whole fucking show. Mister Pay Per View. Mister Monday oh, Night. Damn. Yeah. The whole no. Show. Now I was a big fan of. I was a big fan of his in ECW. Uh, Pantera. Like, uh, yeah, but I mean he. Him and Sabu, man, they were like, when I saw them on ECW, dude, they were like instantly became my heroes. <laughs> Rob Van Dam, nobody gets hired. Nobody gets there. <laughs> dude, that was one of his t-shirts. I love it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't get But, I mean, any match with him and, like, Jeremy Land, 
Oh, that whole feud with Jerry Lynn was right, phenomenal. Well, I mean, yeah. let's be so, fair. Yeah. I, I've watched a lot of Jerry Lynn matches over the past year or so. And to be fair, he was probably like one of the many reasons why ECW was so awesome. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah. Van Damme's WWE career. Um, honestly, his high point, pun intended, <laughs> was uh, the WWE championship match with him and uh, Cena at One Night Stand. Cena at One Night Stand. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I remember. All I remember is like Heyman was trying to get him to drop the belt, the WWE title, and, you know, make it official like ECW title, like as the main championship. <laughs> Van Damme's like, no, nah, I want to keep this one. And Heyman's like, why? And he looks at Heyman like dead serious. He's like, because it spins. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I just started busting up laughing. That was awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, so Rob Van Dam in the Hall of Fame. That's definitely someone that deserves it, unlike the Bella Twins. Um, I mean, and Jack, Jack Colley. Yeah, the great Colley. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I put the Bella Twins in the Hall of Fame before I'd even consider the but, great Colley. But he's Hall great, of and he's the Colley. I don't understand what else there needs to be said here. <laughs> He's the greatest wrestler I mean, with five points the, of articulation he, ever. He was great. He was great on the mic, like when he was like, <laughs> <laughs> He said he wants a cheeseburger. <laughs> oh man. Like, does anybody really remember the great Kali outside of dancing with Hornswoggle and Natalia? <laughs> I mean, I remember him just because he was like a big tough. I remember Giant Gonzalez, but anyway, I, I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Fame. I either. will say the great Kali was more entertaining than the Giant Gonzalez. No, nah, dude, I dig the uh, the uh, fucking body suit, body suit with uh, <laughs> fake hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, whose idea was that? Who wrote that shit? <laughs> Dude, he was like, oh, so ah, well, uh, I want to this big guy to be like King Kong. What the big yeah, Pretty much. I put a suit on and a collar like King Kong. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of greats, uh, we got some great news for all wrestling fans. NXT finally confirmed official moving to Tuesday night starting April 13th. Yeah, I saw. You got the club going no. up on the Tuesday. So, got your girl in the back and Tuesday. So now we got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, if you watch Ring of Honor, um, outside of the Fight Network, outside of Fight TV, Saturday. And I don't, I don't know when New Japan airs their stuff, but I mean. When you look at Tuesdays, you've already got NWA drops their stuff on Fight TV. Then you've got NXT. You've got Raw on Monday. You've got AEW Dark Elevation on Monday nights now, too. AEW Dark on Tuesdays. AEW on Wednesday. Impact on Thursday. SmackDown on Friday. Ring of Honor Saturday. And then pay-per-views 
on Saturday or Sunday. So literally, there could be times seven days a week. There's wrestling. Awesome. Right, <laughs> one. Right, one. great news Rass. for like all for just wrestling in general. You know, like wrestling you know what they're going to announce so. on this broken skull session. Jericho's going to be like Vince McMahon finally is breaking the barrier, and we're going to see Roman Reigns on AEW next week. Oh, like, uh, I doubt that one. <laughs> going to have. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But the uh, I just think of David Bell's dream match is like Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. So the only thing with this though too is all the AEW fanboys are like, oh, AEW won the war, blah blah blah. AEW won. Like they're not realizing though too that in TNT's contract, like initially AEW filed trademarks for Tuesday Night Dynamite. Like when they started talking about a TV show. That was one of the trademarks that they filed for was Tuesday Night Dynamite. That was one of the first ones. So AEW initially was going to wanted to do Tuesday night, but TNT only offered them Wednesday. So it's not like they intentionally went on Wednesday nights to compete with NXT. Y'all just can't be happy. Just can't be happy with nope. this wrestling. So, nope. but uh, yeah. So we go from that. Uh, some more. One last little tidbit of WWE news. Apparently, Amazon and WWE have partnered for a monthly T-shirt club. So it's twenty bucks a month. Um, you'll receive an exclusive limited edition T-shirt with designs featuring WWE superstars and legends. Every shirt is a surprise. It is not available anywhere else, according to the description on Amazon. So, so uh, Chris, did you sign up? I did not. Uh, just mainly, I don't know. Because I'll probably get some shitty shirts that I don't want. So, yeah, like a, probably like a fucking Roman Reigns yeah. shirt. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have one Roman mm-hmm. shirt too many, so good. <laughs> so. We, both, we both do because we got the same one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've worn it, and I don't even know where it is, so it's so good. I just, I usually only wear it underneath, underneath one of my work shirts, so yep. nobody can see it. <laughs> I would think it taints your skin not, just a little bit. It's not a bad shirt. Like, no. it's a nice-looking shirt. I'm just, like, I like Roman's heel work now. Like, I just, it's what he needed, but I'm still, still not that big of a Roman fan, mm-hmm. so... Uh, uh, would never be a Roman. Fan. I mean, it's it's to the point where one of his figures, like an updated figure I had of him, fell off the shelf and the leg broke, and I haven't replaced it yet. So, <laughs> uh, and I only got the figure because okay, some so punk ass kids stole the belt. It's not that hard because uh, the top all picks. The figures have the same bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Black cargo black cargo pants. Oh man. All right. Let's round out the news here with figure news. Uh Zombie Sailor. Uh his toy line is actually going to be called they dropped the name for it. It's gonna be called Wrestling's Heels and Faces. Um and they announced he dropped a series one today. Uh as far as the lineup for series one he dropped, which is gonna be Matt Cardona. 
Brian Myers, Dino Bravo, Sabu, and Earl Hebner are going to be the five figures in Series 1. So those will be coming out. No Brian Hebner? No Brian Hebner. Just Earl Hebner. So we've seen prototypes already for Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. We've actually seen full paint mock-ups for those. We've seen the prototype for Sabu. We've seen the prototype for Dino Bravo. Uh, the only one from this set yet that we haven't seen is Earl. So I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Uh, but these will be coming in late May. <laughs> and uh, Zombie says they'll all be shipping at once. So it's going to be like an instant collection. So they'll all go up for sale together. They'll all ship together. Um, then on top of that, also announced the next signing, Enzo Amore. And Carl uh, is so upset at that signing that he just left. I actually have an Enzo figure somewhere. <laughs> like an old one. <laughs> I know. I, I, know s- the, the, I actually the, like that figure. It wasn't too the, bad. It was, um, I actually remember where I got it from. It was the, um, the like Toys R Us basic line they had. Oh, the network spotlight, yep. wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. That's the one I have. I meant to, I wanted to get the elites that came with the microphones, but I, I never found Enzo. I could find cash everywhere, but couldn't yeah, find too. Enzo. And I wasn't buying one without buying the other one. Uh, right. But the zombie, like I showed you the um artwork for it yeah, for it that line. Good. It actually looks pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I mean I even saw I remember seeing that mock up the mock draft for Dino Bravo, and I was like, damn, that looks good. And I mean, I've already seen the Cardona and the Myers. I'm pretty, I'm excited for these lines, these figures. As yeah. someone that grew up with the Hasbros, these are great. Carl, you're back. Mm-hmm. That, uh, the news of Enzo getting a retro style figure just totally pissed you off. Yeah. So, I mean, how's, how does Enzo <laughs> get a fucking retro style, like, What's retro about Enzo? <laughs> was it going to be a fucking baby? Uh, nothing really. <laughs> baby Enzo. Well, I mean, what's what's retro about Matt Cardona and Brian oh, yeah, Myers? Oh. But I think it's a good mix. Oh. I feel like we should get like a... Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So. I feel like we should get a Nick, Nick Patrick uh, action figure. Only... Only if his ref shirt has the NWO logo on it. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. And final tidbit here of news. Mattel and the Elite Squad. We drop in some Mattel reveals on April 8th. So right before WrestleMania weekend, we should be seeing some new product. Super excited about that to see what's coming down the pipeline over the next year. It's probably going to be an IRA. It should be pretty awesome. Uh Uh, they already made an IRS. Man. Money. Uh, got million dollar mans. They've actually made five. Five million dollar mans. Actually. Five million dollar mans. I got one in a green suit. There's one. Actually, I think there's like six of them. Six million dollar mans had six Mattel figures. And I've got three. They should bring it. They should uh, bring back the million dollar title and give it to uh, Ken Red. Who? Oh, that'd be so awesome! 
Just be Cameron like, Grimes with the million yeah. dollar the whole, title. The whole story would be he just like <laughs> bought it from uh, bought it from DiBiase. That'd be great. Have him beat Austin. Title match for it. <laughs> rolls rolls up Austin randomly backstage. <laughs> well, technically, the last million dollar champion was Ted DiBiase. Oh, Jr. Was it? oh yeah, sorry, he brought it back. Yep, my bad. Yeah. So we'd have to go find DiBiase Jr. Buy the belt off them. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's the news this week. Not a whole lot. We got WrestleMania week next week, so expecting some more news to drop from there. Yeah, figure news, all that fun stuff. So speaking of that, let's go bell to bell. All right, SmackDown this week. Um, Garrett, you got in here some highs and lows for SmackDown because you're probably the only one that watched SmackDown. Yep. Uh, we got Rollins, Nakamura, and Cesaro. Yeah, so basically oh. um, we had another uh, Rollins, Nakamura match. And then uh, Cesaro like swung the shit out of Rollins backstage, and it was. Great. I saw the was the great. gif. It was great. <laughs> that gif went viral, and oh. Seth was pissed. So. It was great. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, that match was good. I mean, obviously, it was the same as yeah. they had at Fastlane. And I uh, heard it was actually better than the Fastlane match. Well, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was. I mean, because they're not, you know, trying to outdo uh, Roman Reigns. Because they can now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's pretty easy. So, yeah. And then uh, nice. my low is, uh, why do we have a team of Ray and Dominic who can't even beat uh, Baron Corbin uh, going for the tag titles and more than likely going to win when they can't win? So, uh, yeah, that's my whole point. The answer to that lies with one word. Mysterio. Yeah, I know. Or uh, two words, uh, <laughs> tag team titles. When's the last time you seen them on SmackDown? It's been like, what? We were talking about that in earlier today. And we thought I thought it wasn't until... I thought they hadn't defended it since the Rumble. But Chris said that they had had... They had lost... The Street Profits lost it at a SmackDown show after Rumble. So. Yes, uh, we lost Carl. Uh, <laughs> Man, he's just getting all kinds of upset tonight about this. I know, he's just... There's <laughs> <sighs> a lot, lot going on. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and, and 
Carl, Carl's is it Beckham. okay? Do you do you need a hug, buddy? I mean, I sent Marvin with my internet connection and my app or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're just talking. Uh, let's see. They won the titles. The Dirty Dogs won the titles during a broadcast of SmackDown. It was January 8th, 2021 is when the, the titles were last. Last time the title sheet. When's the last time they were defended, though? It's been like, what, like two, three weeks? More than that, actually, probably about um, like months. No, it's been since then because that was before the Rumble. They wanted them because the rubble would have been later on in January. I think they were defended after they won them. Is it? Right. I think Street Profits got a rematch. Yeah. But when. The- so it's been at least two months. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we last saw. And it's been a while. Since WWE <laughs> had a tag team worth a damn. <laughs> but when they do, they split them up. <laughs> I was going to start sneezing on all the different ones that got that qualification, but I'd be sneezing for a while. Oh, I can't even find like when they were last offended. Yeah. So <laughs> it really, really tells you a lot. <laughs> so if uh, if anyone listening knows knows that, feel free to hit us up. So because we definitely want to know because <laughs> that it's pretty bad. No. <clears throat> yeah, you can't lose. It's pretty pretty easy to have a long title reign if you don't defend it. So. <laughs> what tag team title is? Oh, awesome. I don't know. They just keep breaking them up. <laughs> Nakamura and Cesaro split them up. <laughs> uh, Otis and Tucker split them up just to put Otis with freaking Chad Gable. Really? What the hell is Tucker doing? Tucker ain't been seen, but and he's not going to be seen until the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> yep. Where he'll probably be eliminated first. Yeah, we can only hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, The biggest thing, like, I'm going to raid into it. What the fuck? Carl. We're going to just split up the hurt business? Carl was in tears. Carl was in tears. I was in tears. Yeah. Uh,. Fucking up that wet dream. Um, now I the best. The man. only the only thing only thing that could redeem this for me, right? The only way that could redeem this for me is if this somehow leads to Shelton Benjamin winning the title off of Bobby Lashley, which is <laughs> not going to happen. It, which so, is not going to happen. But I uh, say. So- so there's no redemption for this at <laughs> no all. No redemption for. I mean, <laughs> from what I hear, people are saying that they're gonna, um, like, the hurt business ain't like officially going away. They're just gonna have new members, and it's gonna be a face faction uh, with Keith Lee and, um, I'll say Naomi or somebody, but I'm I'm not sure. 
Oh, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't. But um, I mean, because you think about it. But well, the funny thing with this is WWE splitting up factions left and right, but AEW is making factions left and right. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe that's why they split them up. But... Oh, you know what? Oh, oh. <laughs> you know how it made me think of the other bad point of AEW. Oh, oh, yeah, just, oh. That's, that's why I thought about it. Um, so. I mean, I don't see why like you had to split them up before WrestleMania. Uh, when it has no effects on like the storyline, unless Shelton Benjamin's gonna, yeah, just, Benjamin's gonna interfere. They had to bring Baron Corbin in to beat up McIntyre because why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, our thing is like no Shelton Benjamin. Terrible. Uh, every Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, I will say though. We did get a pretty good match with uh, Shelton and Lashley, though. What if? Raw, so. Hey, what about this? What if uh, Shelton Benjamin and McIntyre form a faction? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to see that either. He's like uh, <laughs> last King of Scotland or something. I'm <laughs> <laughs> cool with with Shelton and um, Cedric Alexander remaining. Yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah. do that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, I still think that Shelton Shelton deserves a little bit more than you know some tag team championship runs and stuff like that. I think he should really get another run at like the U.S. title or the Intercontinental yeah. title, something just uh, to solidify him as a singles wrestler. Or just let him have Bobby Lashley like SummerSlam. I mean, you don't have to give the title to him, but just let him have the match, you know. No, yeah, let them have the match. Let them have that feud. So something, something decent instead of just a one-off match on Raw. Did Did, did you I'm watch all, Raw? I'm all I'm for that. that. You what? watched Raw, right? Oh, yeah. Did you notice? Yeah, I when They did this match, like between Shelton and Bobby Lashley, that they announced it as a handicap match. <clears throat> it was no. supposed to no, be. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was supposed to be Shelton versus it, Lashley. And then next week, it was Cedric versus Lashley. That was what it was supposed Oh, to be. yeah. But they, when they announced it... I wonder if it was initially... Because I thought it was weird they announced it that way, but then I was like, why is this a handicap match? Cedric's coming out here in a freaking suit. So it's like, it obviously isn't. I, I think it was initially supposed to be a handicap match. Which you know Vince's right. last minute no, changes, and they probably didn't get the right notes to um to the announcers for it. So stupid. That, that could be. So, uh, let's see what else. Uh, why does John Morrison keep looking more and more like a dumbass every time he comes out on yeah, TV? Yeah, I mean he needs to get out of this contract. Like me and Mom are saying, hey, hey, ho, ho. It's like brought him in just to make him look like that. I, I mean, it's the same thing with our truth. It's like I don't know. They should get out of contracts and go back to the But that's that's the thing though. Is like it works for our truth though. Yeah, but I don't, I like our truth and impact when he was like a legit uh, wrestler and contender for. But I mean, yeah. good... well, I mean, even with even with our truth, you know. Like since he's come back from WWE, 
and he's had those. He had that feud yeah. with Cena, like when he was like crazy, crazy R Truth. You know, no more little Jimmy, and you know all that other stuff. And, um, but I think he's just. I think the comedy thing is something that that fits him better than most other talent yeah. on the roster because he seems yeah. to like make it make yeah, it his I own mean, thing. He can, can be comedy. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like he can actually have a match like here and yeah. there instead of the outside the stupid twenty four seven stuff. But well, that's the thing though. Is like when he does actually have a match, like people watch because our you know our truth is one of the more entertaining in ring competitors. And he's got actually one of the most impressive win win loss records than anyone on the roster. So. They should have had him versus Bad Bunny outside of the the roll ups. I think I would kind of enjoy that a little more than than Miz and Bad Bunny. All right, yeah. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Morris looked like a dumbass. And now Matt Riddle. God damn. So we get train noises last week <laughs> introduced into the show. This week. Now this week. Yeah, now this week we have fucking cartoon birds when Riddle kicks off his flip-flops. Really? <laughs> fucking Mary Poppins. Yeah. Come on. Fucking Cinderella. Oh, my God. Like, I get there's kids that watch this, too, but you can't tell me that a kid's going to be like, oh, my God, there's birds on the TV screen. Oh, Matt Riddle just kicked his flip-flops at some birds. There, there probably is kids out there saying that, but, I mean, <laughs> like, come on. Nobody cares. I don't want to see cartoon birds on my screen. Like, if I want to see cartoon birds on my screen, I'm going to watch some damn yeah. Looney Tunes. I mean, I'm not even a big fan of the, like, <laughs> Uh, the little CGI uh, like decals when the wrestlers come out. Uh, not sure. I like some of them. Like I like when Oscars come. Like Oscars, because yeah, it's usually like all the different like yeah. masks and stuff. I'm not a fan of that. I don't know. It's like if it's not real, don't put it on the okay. fucking screen. Like yeah. <laughs> like they did that one year after the Royal Rumble with the WrestleMania <laughs> sign. <laughs> They're literally pointing to nothing. <laughs> then at home, we see a digital I WrestleMania mean, sign. I mean, I'd rather them fucking uh, point to nothing than fucking the WrestleMania. It's like the point this at this point is just fucking ridiculous. It's like I'm tired of seeing them point at that fucking WrestleMania sign. But you have to do it. Vince loves it. Shit. It's like. No, Vince. Vince loves it. You have to point to the, the, the WrestleMania side. The WrestleMania sign is, is too fucking big now, too. It's like fucking. You know how many <laughs> like, you know how many times my wife's asked me if I was watching WrestleMania because of that fucking big ass WrestleMania sign. <laughs> I'm like, no, babe. It's fucking SmackDown. <laughs> like, it's fucking. They just got this huge ass fucking WrestleMania sign. And then I was watching Fast uh, Fast Lane. He's like, "Is this WrestleMania?" And I'm like, "No, it's Fast Lane. It's just, they got this fucking huge ass WrestleMania sign that everybody wants to fucking point to." <laughs> oh man! Ah, <laughs> oh, so yeah, those, those are my gripes with Raw. I think we're yep. pretty much on the same page with a lot of that. So. <laughs> 
Uh, like I said, Shelton versus Lashley was probably one of the high points. That was a really good match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, so let's move from that. Let's get into NXT here. Uh, then we'll run through some highlights, highs and lows of the rest of the week. Uh, then we'll do spend a little time on the NXT Takeover Ooh. preview nights one and two. I can run. Um, I can run down through that and then into showdown. So. Who's giving us highs and lows? You don't have to go through the whole thing. I'll, I'll tell you the funny. Well, I just got to tell you about the Battle Royal that I thought was funny. I didn't, the Battle Royal was good. The funniest part about it was Dexter Loomis did nothing until there was three competitors in the ring. He literally stood in the corner and everyone would look at him and was like, nah, I'm good. And just walk away. The whole, I'm <laughs> the whole match. Everyone would like walk up to him. Like you'd even see like, like Pete Dunn would like, kind of like look at him and get like a grimace. Like, oh, I'm fucking that guy. It was just so great. I mean, honestly, like, would you want to mess no. with Dexter Loomis? He didn't do anything until he helped eliminate <laughs> um he helped eliminate um Bronson Reed. And then it was just he, it was just LA Knight, him and Cameron Grimes. And Cameron Grimes tried to pay both of them off to to like exit the ring. He's like, <laughs> I got a lot of money. You go take this, go to the right. You take this one, go to the left. And then he was like, they both threw him out, and then Loomis. Uh, the the end of the match was interesting, but he was cool. But LA Knight won that, and then um, the only other real big standout was the Tyler Breeze Santos Escobar match, which was really good. So, and then my lows was I'm not a big fan of Zia Lee, so anything of her on TV I skip. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if I watched it and like really like did more of it, I might like it more. I just like the couple of times I've watched it, I didn't really like it. But who knows? Those things grow on me eventually. Yeah. All right. So that's your highs and lows for NXT NWA Power. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch it, but uh, Chris Adonis. Uh, versus Trevor Murdoch. So we got a new national champion. Um, as Chris Adonis uh, defeated Trevor Murdoch, obviously. Pretty solid power this week. Uh, that was a good match. The main event initially was supposed to be the Pope taking on Fred Rosser, uh, formerly known as Darren Young. Um, that actually got bumped due to events earlier in the show with Adonis and Murdoch. Um, so next week we'll get uh, the Pope and uh, Fred Rosser for the the television championship. So looking forward to that. So with um with Murdoch losing the national championship, there's been some talk of him going after uh Nick Aldis for the world world title. So I am I am all for that. Oh yeah. So, uh let's see. Impact this week. Uh biggest thing coming off of Impact, James Storm wrestled his one thousandth match. Uh, took on Eric Young. Uh, we saw the return of the Wildcat, Chris Harris, um, as he joined uh, Storm. Uh, who else with him? Chris Saban and uh, Jake something at ringside to kind of even the numbers up between uh, Violent by Design and themselves. So it's a pretty good match. It's quite enjoyable. So if you didn't get a chance to check that out, uh, definitely go back and watch Impact this week. Some other good stuff on there, too. We got some more matches announced for um, hardcore justice, um, which 
I did not put that in here. Uh, we'll go over that next week because that is the same weekend as WrestleMania. Oh, but lots of cool stuff. We're actually getting Jazz versus uh, Deanna Perrazzo for the Knockout Championship. That's going to be pretty solid. That is a uh, career versus title match. So I've got a feeling that uh, Jazz might be the next uh, Knockout Champion. And I think we'll see uh, Jazz defend that title against Jordan Grace at Rebellion. If that actually happens. That should be fun. Uh, let's see. AEW. Pretty solid AEW this week. Uh, kick the show off with Kristen Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. Best that. match I of that, all yeah. of AEW. That's pretty good. That was... Like, people were bitching about Christian being signed to AEW because of his age. Still got but it. there's a reason why he got signed, and this is why. So, and like, this, this is why they have guys like Christian and, and Kaz WWE, and um, Christopher and Daniels. WWE, so. man, he kind of dropped the ball on that. I mean, clearly he can still go. Uh, I would be more entertained by fucking Christian versus Edge match and I would, you know, fucking Roman Reigns. <laughs> that's the that's the thing with WWE. I think they dropped the ball entirely with Christian through the Career. majority of his his WWE runs, like both yeah. of them. No, oh, cuz you look he goes to Impact and like boom, like he takes off and they bring him back. And he has, he gets he does get the world title a couple times, but then like we never see like a lengthy title run from him because he ends up losing it back to Orton both yeah. times. So it was just like just completely dropped the ball and it was like kind of lackluster. You know, Captain Charisma deserves better, and I think he's gonna get better here in AEW. Yeah. Uh the other high point I had on here was the the brawl between the inner circle and the pinnacle. So I think I figured out when Hardwood got busted open. So there's a spot where I don't know what Jericho picks up, but he hits. I think he hits Wilder with it first, and then he hits Dax with it. And you hear him say, oh, fuck, or something like that. And I think that's when he gets busted open. Because if you watch the shot, he hits him like right in the back of the head. And then whatever it was, looked like it was kind of had like a sharp edge to it. And I think that's what busted him open. Yeah. So, that uh, that brawl is yeah, pretty I like good. I'm I'm really hoping, really hoping that we get um that blood and guts match that we were supposed to get last year between the inner circle and the yeah. pinnacle. Is it whoever rips out whose heart first wins? That's <laughs> <laughs> not a, a proper war games match with the fucking roof on the cage. Oh, we might get it with AEW. They seem to be uh, pretty loyal to a lot of WCW stuff, so for good reason. But all right, let's go from that to uh, the low. The biggest low point from this is why the fuck does QT Marshall need a faction? Everybody needs a faction. Stupid. 
stupid. Everybody needs a fact. So stupid. Do you want to go? So do you want to oh, go in the part of like, No, you need fucking companions. Cause I walk alone. <laughs> well, the other, the other side of that too is like half these factions spring up from somebody turning on Cody. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if you don't have a fact, if you don't have a faction, <laughs> you just need like a really old guy to train you. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I love factions. Like. It's one of my favorite things of wrestling is have, having a faction, like and like fantasy booking stuff. It's like who can I put together that would be an awesome team. But like I, I know what AEW is trying to do with these factions because New Japan does it. Yep. So New Japan, they don't really look at them as factions though. They're looked but, at more as like clubs. But my one thing I would say to that is what I was saying to Carl, and that's why this is stupid to me. Is all of those clubs in New Japan have dominant leaders? Exactly. So, like, you can't just have some like QT Marshall who nobody even cares to watch from AEW anyway as a fucking leader of a team. Like, I'd be completely honest with you. If they had done this with Dustin, I would have been more okay with it because at least like he has some prominence in wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, or even if you take like someone younger, like Scorpio Sky, yeah, and have him just put together a group of people, and right. you know, there you go. But QT Marshall, nobody gives a damn about QT Marshall, like honestly. But yeah, and it's not even like actual contracted talent; it's students from the right. Nightmare Factory. So. Like really? Who cares? Like nobody cares. These people are going to be on dark Probably like the, the entire next, time. Uh, NWA. No. <laughs> With like sixty people. That's that's the nightmare family. They're already the next NWO. Every time you turn around, they're adding yeah. more people. <laughs> what was the faction in TNA that had like Kurt Angle, Sting, um, the main uh, event the main mafia. event mafia? What was the next main event mafia? I love the, be like the open mafia. card mafia. Uh, uh, I fucked that up. <laughs> the, the job the open, squad 2.0 open match mafia. <laughs> the cur- the curtain jerk mafia. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd warm up mafia. <laughs> oh, bathroom break mafia. Oh, yeah. There we go. Alright, well, we gotta get into this. Uh, I gotta complain about it. So, so right. here are my complaints for this arcade match. So, first of all, the fucking uh, whack-a-mole thing was made out of fucking styrofoam. So he threw, so he threw Kip Sabian through styrofoam and he was out for like 10 minutes. Okay? Throwing that out there. Uh, uh, Miro looked like he was so confused the entire match. Like, anytime he needed to take a hit, he did not know where to go. It took him a minute before he got there. And then he no-sold a lot of stuff. That was a lot of what pissed me off. Two, three. Did you not I, feel like that, though? Like, especially when it was like... Miro is... Miro is not happy where he's at in AEW. 
Because he is literally in the same spot he was in in WWE, but making less money. Guaranteed, he's making less. Yeah, money. I mean, I, I, I don't. Yeah, he so, just seemed really confused that match. Like, it, like especially like the spots where like, like Chucky e. T and uh, Orange Cassidy were hitting him back and forth. Like he did not know which way to go. Like yeah. he seemed very confused, and he was no selling some stuff too. And then, I mean, obviously the fucking game machine. Which is funny. It's the only game machine that wasn't the Mortal the Mortal Kombat two on. one. Did you notice that? <laughs> All the rest of them were turned on and working. And that yeah. was just a random one off center. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing too. As soon as he picked it up, you can see the freaking like particle board or plywood or whatever that it was made out of. And when he lifts it up over his head, you know, like enough, you can see that there's nothing inside of it. It was literally just made to look like an arcade cabinet. With the freaking like decals, like the arcade side panels and stuff. Okay, it. third of all, who the fuck has a damn teddy bear stuffed full of fucking Legos? Really? Fucking Chuck Legos. Taylor. Have fucking thumbtacks. <laughs> Be a gosh darn man. They have fucking thumbtacks. Hey, I would rather be thrown on thumbtacks yeah. than onto a pile <laughs> of Legos. I would, I would definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever stepped on a Lego? You know what? what? Barefoot. How he feels about thumbtacks in Legos? Because I'm pretty sure he's been thrown on both. And you ask, you will ask him what he thinks. I've, I've (laughs) I've stepped on thumbtacks and Legos. Uh, Fucking Legos hurt ten thousand times more than fucking thumbtacks. Yeah, the thumbtack, like, once once you take the thumbtack out, you're good. Like, the Legos, it's, like, residual <laughs> Yeah, the, well, I mean, the thumbtack, it just kind of hurts going in. Um, but if you uh, yeah. if you go on a bunch of thumbtacks, uh, I ain't going to say I tried this at home, but some stuff you do kind of try it at home. Um, if you go on thumbtacks, <laughs> it actually, like, it don't really hurt because you're doing a lot of them. So, like, it just hurts a little bit. Uh, Legos, I feel like, would fucking hurt a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, then you got a Lego indent <laughs> on your foot, and th- that's all you see for a week every time you look at your foot is. But I've never, I've never been thrown on Legos, but I've been thrown on thumbtacks, and I would much rather be thrown on thumbtacks than Legos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that, that's how you know Garrett doesn't have kids if he's. <laughs> If he's damning the Legos. <laughs> uh, but there were some good things that came out right. of that arcade match, though. We had the return of Chris Statlander. Fucking, um, uh, 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 machine they were in. Yeah, that was still awesome, though. I don't care. <laughs> and she hit that nice um, uh, Michinoku driver type move on Penelope Ford on the uh, through a table, which was great. Um, then Trent, Trent rolled back up, getting dropped off by Sue Yep. <laughs> in her minivan. I think the best way for them to have closed the show would have been the four of them getting in Sue's van and leaving instead of the way that they actually closed it with them, like hugging and, you know, waving yeah. to Trent's mom. <laughs> they all should have just left in the minivan together. I know something I forgot to add. I didn't add. I didn't add what I told you guys about earlier with the Don Callis thing. I that 
I laughed so fucking hard when Scalibur said that. Oh, I was in fucking tears. Oh, calling him trash, <laughs> human trash. I was, oh. I, the, I, I thought I heard it and I just started laughing. I was like, there's no way he actually said that. So I rewinded it, heard it again. I was like, this motherfucker called him human trash. All right, this is where we're going. No wonder why Excalibur's uh, the best of the year. <laughs> you know what? You know what else we forgot to talk about too? That uh, fifty greatest women. We, we, we don't need to. Talk. We, we don't. We, we list don't that WWE list. put out. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about it because I'm gonna get pissed off. I just happen to remember I pulled a tab up with it on there. But you know, if I don't put it in the notes, I forget about Basically, it. All you need to know so, is Trish Stratus is number one. Yeah, um, this is false. And then there's another person who's a little bit further down that shouldn't be. And that's all you need to know. We're not going to talk about it. That's all you need to know. Who's number two? It's a garbage list. Yeah. Who's Sabre, number two? Sixteen. Who's number two? What's that? Uh, Charlotte. Okay. She should have been number one, probably. I I would rank Charlotte over over Trish. Beth Phoenix should have been Victoria. ranked higher. Uh, Mickey James. Yeah, Victoria was number 14. Uh, Beth was number 11. Beth should have been top mm-hmm. 10. Top 10. Well, I'll run down the top 10 here. Top 10 was Bailey, Ronda Rousey, Lita, Alundra Blaze, Sasha Banks, Asuka, China, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Fair, Trish Stratus. I think Beth Phoenix should have been in the top 10 and Bailey should have been out of the top 10. Or at least Ronda yeah. should have been out of the top 10. Ronda, she haven't been in like top 25. I mean, she did a little bit, but I mean, you are not taking her MMA career into her wrestling career. Um, Agreed. Yeah, some of these some of these people are ranked way too high or right, way too low. Like Lacey Evans at number 39, ranked above Ember Moon. And Nikki Cross and Candice LeRae and Shotzi Blackheart. Like, are you where fucking is, kidding uh, me? Where's Natalia like, on that list? Natalia's number 20. Which I, me personally, I think Natalia should be top 15. Exactly what I was going to say. But I'm not upset with her in the top 20. So, China four. was number okay, four. Okay, I get that. I, I, can, I can live with that. China did a lot of shit. I definitely agree with that. She did. But uh, but you're telling me that Sable was a better wrestler than Bull Nakano? Sable, I mean... Sable. Sable's better than get AJ me wrong. Lee. Don't get me wrong. I fucking, I fucking got that Luna. playboy and I fat my ass to it. But fucking... <laughs> as, far as, as far as in-ring, uh, in-ring fucking contributions of... Uh, I mean, I don't even remember, except for like maybe a couple matches with Miss Jackie. Like, I don't remember a fucking Sable match in that intergender match with her and yeah. And but Sable, and Sable only looked good in those matches because yeah. of Miss Jacqueline, who's ranked number fucking thirty-two. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck thirty-two, yeah. and Sable's fucking yeah. sixteen. Fuck yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, she had a, this is worse. Yeah, this this is worse than that Sports Illustrated list that put Sasha Banks at number one. <laughs> Fucking stupid. All right, um, I'm done with that. I 
I don't even know why I, brought, I just brought it up because I forgot about it. Well, fuck them. Um, so, all right, that was AEW. That was a little runoff tangent there. Uh, let's get into our takeover preview. Uh, so, takeover uh, is going to be Wednesday and Thursday. So, night one, we've got the Gauntlet Eliminator um, for an opportunity to the NXT North American title. The six competitors were the last six in the Battle Royal. Um, so they'll be entered in at the, elim- at the position they're eliminated. So first one in is going to be Leon Ruff. Uh, second is Swerve. Uh, third will be Bronson Reed. Fourth is Cameron Grimes. Number five, Dexter Loomis. And number six, who won, the gaunt- who won that Battle Royal so he got the last spot, L.A. Knight. And yes, I'm doing the finger things as I'm saying L.A. Knight. So <laughs> that's the only way to do it. You cannot say L.A. Knight without doing the fingers. Let me talk to you. So, um, unfortunately, with this, we know we know Loomis is going to pick up the win on this. Like I would be super surprised if somebody else wins, but the way the storylines have been running with this, it's it's Loomis. Yep. But I'm. A, it's gonna be a great match. I'm yeah, not. I mean, I, not if disappointed. If you're asking me to make a pick, all, yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be Loomis. Um, and then I think probably LA Knight will probably be the last one eliminated, just for the fact that I think they're just gonna try to get them over a little bit, but not a, enough over to you know go for a title. Well, pretty much everyone in here has a yeah, feud like with Ruff somebody. Swerve. Uh, Leon Ruff and Swerve. Uh, Reed and Knight, Grimes and Loomis have feuded. Um, so at least it's it's either an ongoing feud or there's like right. a previous feud with this. So I think Knight and Reed, one of those two is going to get like it's going to come down to like Leon Ruff and Swerve. Reed, one of those guys is going to eliminate whoever they're feuding with. There's a counterpart. Like uh, that's that's got to end up right. being the way that's going to go. So I'd be very surprised if it if it goes a different way, but but then again, this is a gauntlet yeah. match too, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's, so Bronson Reed really wouldn't be able to eliminate LA Knight unless he eliminates Grimes and, then, and Loomis yeah. and wins it. But but we know it's gonna. Yeah, I'd be really surprised if this plays out any differently than yeah what we think it's gonna. Um, so we got that gauntlet eliminator. Uh, we've got the NXT tag team championship triple threat match MSK versus the Grizzly Young Veterans versus Legato Del Fantasma. Give me the uh, Grizzly, give me the vacant. Grizzly Young Veterans. I, I actually, Grizzly Young Veterans, to be fair. I think the, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad at any of these teams winning. Um, I believe MSK is still undefeated, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they pull off. Yeah, the I mean, I one. think that's what they're going to go with. But I just think the whole face team going after the heel team kind of looks better and usually is the better matches. So I just yeah. kind of would rather see GYV win. Or Legato Del Fantasma. <laughs> I just don't like those two guys. Yeah, it's, and it's hard to. Pronounce. 
Sounds like a Star Wars. Sounds like a Star Wars character. Like Ogata Delphaz. Yeah, yeah. Something. <laughs> oh man! All right, so we go from that NXT Tag Team Championship, uh, NXT United Kingdom Championship. Walter defending against Tommaso Ciampa, a mess, a match that really we didn't ask for, but no one's no. complaining about. No. Who, who you got winning, uh, Garrett? Uh, Walter. Um, I think Tommaso Ciampa is going to win. Mm-hmm. You think Ciampa is going to win? I'm taking Walter, and I'm saying that uh, Thatcher joins Imperium. I think uh, I think I think they're trying to I think they're going to try to get more exposure on NXT uh, UK, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if they move it to uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, because NXT UK is on what, yeah. is on Thursday. Well, it's like night. Thursday, I think they move, one o'clock. Well, Thursday afternoon, like afternoon. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think they move it to Wednesday. Like Eric um, on Peacock on Wednesday. Chris, you, you missed two matches on both of these cards, but I don't know which one's on which. So which one? They, I know the women's tag team yeah. match. I missed that one because yeah. they just so announced that. Uh, that one is on. on. The other one is um, Kushida and Pete Dunne. Oh, yeah. That one, yeah, the card I'm looking they, at doesn't they, have those. They kind of announced here. it. Yes, they, I mean, they announced it this week. Yeah, I think um, Kushida and Dunn is on night one. Give me a. And I think the women's tag title match is on night two. Give me Dunn. Trying to find <laughs> it. The, like, the whole like booking for it is like who's the best technical wrestler. If that helps you with anything. Here we go. Updated sand and deliver cards. All right. So, yes, night one does have Pete Dunn and Kushida. I'm going, I'm taking Kushida. I'll take Kushida all day. Man, that's hard. (laughs) Pete Um, Dunn. Not that hard to say. Get Pete done. Okay, I'll say Pete done. Nice. Oh, looks like I got the order wrong too. Um, Swerve is actually number one, and Ruff is um, number two. That's not how they were eliminated, but okay. Oh, that's it, how it's got it listed. Yeah, on here, so but... it was Leon Ruff was one yeah. first, and then it was Swerve. Yeah. Right. Well, they're both one matter. and two anyway, so I don't yeah, think remember, it matters. It but... doesn't matter what you get yeah. picked as the number one and two. You're going to come out a different number anyway. Case in point, uh, yep. Chris's chance at winning a bunch of fucking figures. Royal Rumble. Fucking Edge having to come out a different number. Number one said number two. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, NXC North American, or um, not North American. UK Championship, Walter versus Chapa, And then the main event of night one, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Give Women's Championship. Raquel Gonzalez. 
I think Raquel is going to be the one to take it, too. My prediction is that uh, Io Shirai jumps off something really high. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, maybe a few few false finishes later, she'll pick up the victory with a surprise (laughs) roll-up. Bam! <laughs> the schoolboy. Or the schoolgirl. Schoolboy from school out of girl. nowhere. Same thing. <laughs> you ever uh, right. seen schoolgirl? Said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's night two, Thursday night. NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart taking on the team of Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. I think uh, they retain the title. I'm going with Shotzi and Ember, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, like they already had like the titles, like, King Can, what, the first night? Yeah. They were defended? Yeah, the very first night. Yeah. But... NXT has done more with the women's tag team titles than the main roster has done with theirs. <laughs> we come on. We come, <laughs> we come the, they did more with the fucking titles than the fucking men on the main roster. Who's <laughs> 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 this SmackDown uh, tag team champions again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. All right, we've got the ladder, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship Unification Ladder Match. I think they screwed this one up. Johnny Gargano is not a ladder match, right? No, it's Escobar and Devlin. Yeah, it's a Cruiserweight title. So they have this on here as uh, the North American Championship match as a ladder match. (laughs) Uh. Is that Okay. Uh, so the Cruiserweight Championship Unification Ladder Match: Jordan Devlin uh, versus Santos Escobar. I give me. It's, it's tough to pick a win on this one. Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. Yeah, I'm taking Jordan Devlin too. I'm going. I'm going Escobar. I'll take an Escobar because you know the rest of Legado Del Fantasma is going to get involved. Mm-hmm. Think I'm back. <laughs> That's still going to be a great match. Uh, oh, yeah. North American Championship Johnny Gargano versus To Be Determined, uh, which we're pretty sure it's going to be Dexter Loomis. Um, I'll take uh, To Be Determined. Uh, Dexter Loomis taking up. To I, be say, I don't think. I, I mean, I'm at a point where like, whoever wins that eliminator, regardless if it's Loomis or not, is gonna win that match. Like, I don't. I just feel like all of yeah. them. Like, like for instance, like I think if Loomis wins, obviously he's gonna win anyway. He's gonna win that title. If LA Knight wins, there's there's no way he should not win that title. Same thing goes for Bronson Reed. Now, I don't care if you let fucking Swerve and Leon Ruff lose. That's fine. And then, honestly, as much as I don't care for Cameron Grimes, if he won that match, which won't happen anyway, uh, I would say he should win the title as well. 
or try to or try to buy the title off of Gargano. Yep. Dude, I don't see why you don't like Cameron Grimes, dude. I just fuck with y'all. I, I like Cameron. Well, I mean, he's okay. <laughs> you don't know why I don't like Cameron Grimes? I don't like Cameron Grimes the same reason why you don't like Orange Cassidy. Except he can fucking entertain. Same reason. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, so we go from that to the unsanctioned match between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. I'm taking Kyle O'Reilly. Taking O'Reilly too. I I think O'Reilly wins this, and I think we see Adam Cole show up on Raw or SmackDown after Mania. Oh, I the build up for this match has been great. Like they're this one of the better, one of the best. I don't want the better, like now, one of the top storylines that we're running on I'm NXT. Say is Roddy is going to have a part in this match. Oh, absolutely. Because so I, no. I didn't really talk about this on NXT. So I, I know I told you, Chris, about the match between him and um, Grimes. Yeah. So after he lost that match, he was supposed to be in the Eliminator uh, Battle Royal. He didn't show up at all. Like he wasn't even in the match. And like they played it yeah, off. Yeah, then he he left. Yeah, they played it off as he just left the whole arena because he just like was he just left. So it's kind of playing like he doesn't, especially like he doesn't know where he stands with UE. So I think he's gonna pick yeah. somebody, and I, that's gonna be kind of what happens. Which I think it'll be Kyle. Yeah, I mean UE's done. Like yeah. they're oh. Unless they, you know, they keep it with uh, Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong, but I don't, I don't see that happening. Oh, oh man! But either way, it's gonna be a great match, and it's gonna be a great art, like end to that story arc if they, they don't continue it. Um, speaking of great build and another great match, NXT Championship match, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. I think Karrion Cross beats beat Finn Balor. I'm thinking that too. I think this is where Cross gets the title back. Because it's the the great thing with this is you're looking at two guys that have had similar similar things happen to them when they've run when they won the title. You know, had the injury and had to relinqu- relinquish the belt the next night. And then, you know, the only difference is Cross is actually getting his match to try to regain the title where Finn never got that. Yeah. So. But I think we're going to see. I think Cross is going to win it. I'm going. You know, as much as I would love to see. You're going with Balor? Yep. Now, the, the other thing with this, too, is what's Scarlet going to wear? Hopefully <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we got we talking one piece, two piece, cat suit, um, <laughs> bikini. Who knows? <laughs> but it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh. oh man, I don't know about you. I'm excited for. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm psyched for next week. So much playing, a lot of big stuff going on. I can't wait. 
cannot wait. Yeah, if you guys have listened this long and think, man, this episode's been long. Wait till next week. It's going to be <laughs> twice as long, maybe three times. Well, think, we'll next get, week, well, you... we're not going to... We're not going to recap NXT. We're going to wait until um, after like the entire WrestleMania week. So, what? Huh? You don't want to? You don't want to uh, recap NXT? That'd be a lot for the week after, right? Recapping NXT and WrestleMania. Well, I mean, it depends on it depends on when we record. Because I want to record. I want to try to get the episode out before uh, the weekend. Before we go oh, into okay. WrestleMania, right. we'll, so. we'll figure it. We're gonna figure it all out, <laughs> and we'll we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know. Uh, so basically, I just want next. I just want to do a uh, WrestleMania re, uh, preview for next week. Uh, okay, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, I'm, all right, I made so, some move. We'll talk about it later. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it later. All right, so yeah, that's uh, NXT nights one, night two. Uh, let's get into, uh, the vintage throwdown. <laughs> All right. The vintage throwdown brought to you by our new sponsor, stackofcards.com. That's stackofcards with a Z.com. It's the best place to get your trading card fixed, whether it's new packs or vintage. New inventory added to the site every Friday. So we always have a different variety of trading card packs to check out ranging from football, baseball, wrestling, TMNT, and if you use the code VINTAGE at checkout, you'll save an additional 10% on your entire order. So check out StackYourCards.com today. Alright, so the Vintage Throwdown, we are looking at the first NXT event uh, that took place on the network, which is NXT Arrival. Um, that this was one of the biggest reasons why I signed up for WWE Network all those many, many years ago was for NXT. And I was not disappointed every single week since then. Yeah. Well, that's going to let you know you'd be proud of me, Chris. I went and looked at this stack of cards. First thing on here is Smallville Season 5 of uh, Hobby Box 2006. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah! Um, All the good stuff on there. What was fucking WCW ninety one official trading card? This was my um, my first time watching this pay per view uh, because I wasn't really watching wrestling that much at this time. After and and then when I did stuff, I've seen I've seen this before. Yeah, but um, um. Uh, Cause I was mainly like if I was watching wrestling, I was watching TNA at this time. So, uh, but yeah, uh, what was fucking Cesaro's fucking gimmick, Chris? Um, I don't think he really had a gimmick. It, was that that hitman thing? Like, everybody like, was like, like suit we the, the sunglasses. <laughs> no, he just came out like in his regular clothes, but everybody was like, "We the people." Like he kept on saying, "Oh, like, that was he was um teamed up with Swagger at the time." Right, I wasn't sure. I yeah. told him that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's like, when I, he was. I didn't get up and watch this. Uh, he was teamed up with Swagger, me. and uh, Dutch Mantel was their manager, and they were supposed to be like this, like patriot type thing. So yeah. that, it was stupid, especially yeah. putting Cesaro in there. It made no sense. And then fucking Sami Zayn, like with, I I didn't really get his gimmick either. And then, 
It was a decent match, though. Um, but then they hugged each other at the end, and I'm like, dude, I can't. <laughs> I can't live the fucking hugging. I think this was... Um, I don't think this... Was this Sami Zayn's debut match? or I don't want to say it was his debut, but I think he was on there before. But I did uh, enjoy Too Cool. Uh, let's see. Had the Xavier Woods as like his little dance. <laughs> it was a good overall good show. Like I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was, de- it was decent. Like, uh, I, I definitely like enjoy the like the product. Now. I mean, I might have like a different investment if I knew the storylines and stuff that were going on. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Bo Dallas. Like the main event was, eh, I was like all right. I think uh, a lot of this too was like for people who have not watched like the new version of NXT. Um, that we're more familiar with it as that lame ass reality show that was on. Um, like it's more to get you like introduced to like some of the talent that they had at the time. Um, the Ascension was just like tear ass up these tag team division. Um, yeah, you know, them defeating too cool. Uh, Paige. It cracked me up. Carl, Carl was like, "Who's he's like, who's that blonde bimbo doing that freaking dancing?" I said, "You must be talking about Emma." Yep. So I don't even remember, dude. I said, "You do know Emma and Tanel Dashwood are the same person, right?" I was like, "Yeah." He was. He really said that. I was like, "Yeah." WWE did not know what they were doing with her. Nope. So Yeah. I'm glad she left. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods was pretty good. That was a good match. I enjoyed that one. Um, they didn't. They didn't wrestle. They didn't even wrestle. <laughs> it was a no contest. Yeah, yeah fucking Arisa came wrestling. out and beat him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, so Breeze beat up Woods. It was great. So. <laughs> Tyler Breeze's character was awesome in NXT. Like the whole supermodel thing was awesome. It was, but yeah, the Rusev, Rusev came and beat him up, and yeah, Rusev came out there and beat both. Yeah, up. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it was just, it's, yeah. Alexander Rusev. Alexander Rusev. I hate Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh man, Alexander. Uh, but Neville, Neville and Bo Dallas in the wire match was a great. I enjoyed that match. I don't care. It was yeah. okay. It was okay. I, I actually, now that I've like re looked at all these, I know I've seen this before. I know I've gone back. I mean, it, it was nice to see like I don't know two people in a ladder match, like besides like a triple threat or. Or something like that, but um, yeah, I mean, it was okay. I'm, like I said, I'm not the biggest Bo Dallas fan, uh, and then I wasn't the biggest Neville fan either. 
Uh, I mean, Occam now is Pac, but he was, you kind of see, this is like, you know, before he became as good as he is now. Yeah. The one match on here, though, that I didn't care for was Mojo Raleigh and CJ Parker. I like that match. Okay. Um, I didn't, I honestly, I didn't care for CJ Parker in NXT. Uh, for those that don't know, CJ Parker is Juice Robinson. I just, yeah, kind of like not... he's kind of like a Lenny Kravitz guy. And yeah, I just, I didn't yeah. like his character. Is it just, yeah. oh, the hippie thing just pissed me off. No fucking hippies. <laughs> and I, I can't stand Mojo Raleigh to begin with. Oh, <laughs> so it just, yeah. Like, I tried, like, especially when he was tagging with Riders, bros. It, he was just so freaking annoying and just, yeah. oh, my God. So. To be honest with you, I really didn't like that match. I was just trying to get uh fucking <laughs> argument with him. <laughs> it was another, like, okay match. <laughs> yeah. Is he still, is Mojo still employed by WWE or they let him go? Who knows? I think he's still employed. He's probably the water boy. Hey, Mojo, I need my water. He's probably one of the original people in Retribution. I think he was, actually. His most recent appearance for WWE was June 19th. Last year episode of SmackDown, he lost to Shorty G. So apparently he's so employed by the company. They fucking kept Mojo Raleigh, but they let go of like Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Slater, but they kept Mojo Raleigh. Well, well I mean, if you think about it, like Mojo Raleigh probably doesn't cost a lot. Um Whereas in um, those other guys probably want a more prominent spot and more money, you know what I mean? Well, I think a lot. I, I think it's that, and probably um, his friendship with Gronk. Uh huh. I think Gronk that's. Cassie? I think that's got more to do it with anything else. Fucking mojo. <laughs> that's a lot. Gronk figured the other day, and it made me too. Yeah, the only the thing that pissed me off with that is that twenty four seven title looks better than the one that came with the R Truth figure. Huh. I was like, that's on bullshit. Yeah, Gronkowski figure. Yeah, there's a there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a Gronk be, figure. You should buy the Gronk and then swap and then swap, swap the title, then <laughs> return it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't open this at all. <laughs> Nobody even looks. What does it matter? The belt yep. was broken. Huh. You know how many Randy Orton figures I've seen in the John Cena box? <laughs> uh, thankfully, I will say our store doesn't have those issues like other stores do. But um, yeah. So round NXT arrival. Um, what do you guys want to do for next week? Um. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to do like a mania match or do I we want to do? do... Why don't we do a mania match? 
You want to do the Iron Man match? The Michaels and Brett Iron Man match? Or I mean, or we could do um I mean we could do Hogan Warrior. Uh we could do Rock uh Rockstone Code. Hmm. Well hey, let's do all three of the Rockstone Code match. I should have been doing like one WrestleMania. Let's do is in it three WrestleMania's that wrestled each other? Yep. You wanna do all three Rockstone Code matches? Yeah, let's do those. Huh? Alright, there we go. So we're gonna take a look. At the iconic feud between The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, specifically their three prominent WrestleMania matches. So that's going to be fun. All right. So that's the vintage throwdown. Uh, the WrestleGeddon Wrestling Federation is going to take a brief hiatus. So after WrestleMania, uh, just because we have a lot of wrestling coming up. So, um, and that being a one of our more collapsible segments, uh, but we will bring that back. So keep your ear out for that as well. Uh, so let's uh, let's wrap it up, Carl. What you got for theme of the week? Uh, theme of the week is going to catch y'all both by surprise, but uh, someone's got a new theme song. Uh, they debuted it on AEW Dark uh, last week. They may have done it uh, Wednesday night. I'm not sure. So I didn't watch it. But uh, Orange Cassidy has a new theme. All oh, the uh, the new Pixies theme. Yeah, it's a it's pretty pretty good song. I I liked it. Yeah. All right, we can we can throw that in there. I'm sure I'm sure I can find it. All right, so we go the Orange Cassie and the Best Friends new entrance theme by the Pixies. So we'll toss that in there, and um, as always, you know, double back around here. Social media, Twitter, Russell Got Pod with one D, Instagram. Russ uh, for the underscore collection. Follow that page as well. Facebook.com slash Russell Gettin Pod with one D also. YouTube.com slash for the collection. And the best way to support the show, pro wrestling tees.com slash Russell Gettin Podcast. Uh, check out our pro wrestling tees store. We got some pretty awesome shirts going on over there as well with the couple wrestle gun shirts and the for the collection shirt which is by far my favorite design and that's that's gonna be it so on behalf of myself chris the heat matthews garrett g money mun and the tennessee jesus call crossland this has been episode 86 of the wrestle getting podcast and we'll talk to you guys next week later marks Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Catch me on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs>